a trio of sharks have been signed. We'll talk about Nick Benino, Andrew Cogliano, and the return of Optimus Rhyme right now on Teal Town Live. Good afternoon, or well, good morning. I've been talking to Mark, so it's afternoon. Forgive me. But good, good morning, everyone. It is July 28th, 2021. Free agent frenzy is underway, and the Sharks have already made a dent in the free agent market. We'll talk about all that and more right now on Teal Town Live. This is your live interactive free agent frenzy show. So if you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow Sharks fans and hockey fans around the world on the YouTube page or on the YouTube app. And of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, and of course, our favorite Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Good morning, everyone. Alongside Mark Eisenberg, I am Eric Kerr. Mark, uh, good day, sir. How, how are things over in, uh, over in the East Coast? They're very good very exciting morning so far tons of signings i've been watching the uh show obviously on the nhl network following the coverage following twitter so one of the more exciting days of the hockey calendar yeah it's it's kind of like the it's the technical first day of the new season but in some senses it's the last day of of the other of the season we just went through because it's like after today everything kind of calms down for a little bit usually you know two months or so we get but uh more so it's gonna be like maybe two weeks <laughs> you know yeah two weeks for the yeah, development was... camp and then two weeks after that you know captain's ice and then you know two or three weeks after that we're in the training camp so it's right around the corner yeah i always feel like the draft kind of wraps up the prior season and then free agency kind of gives everyone hope for the next season um so yeah it should be an exciting few weeks too like you mentioned with that prospects camp coming up yeah, definitely. It's going to be fun. And it's and with all the new blood that's been in the camp for the last couple of years, you get to see a whole bunch of talent coming in. You're going to see Ozzy Weisblatt a little bit more. You're going to see William Eklund. Obviously, our whole crew here at Teal Town USA is excited for that. Uh, and, and so, you know, we'll get into it. Uh, so the Sharks kind of reacquire Nick Benino. Uh, he was with the Minnesota Wild last year, and judging by the numbers that I looked at, with uh, with his two year two point oh five million AAV, Mark, I mean, uh, guys, you know, pretty consistent with double digit um, goal scoring. Yeah, Benino is. I think he's actually a great ad. Um, one of the better third liners available in the market. Definitely a guy who can contribute offensively, but where he really, I think, gives the Sharks value is defensively and on the penalty kill. Um, it's If everyone remembers last season, we know our team was not defensively responsible. It wasn't purely the goalies. And I feel like a guy like him, he's a huge addition for helping out the overall team defense despite being a forward. Right. And and that's that's the thing right there, is that it's just not just always the defense, but you also need, need that help. Um you always need that help with with uh, trying to uh, getting the defensive support with the forwards as well. Uh, so it's it's nice to see 
to get him. Obviously, he'll be a big help on the PK, uh, in my mind. Yeah, and like you said, he could still add in the 10, 15 goals. Um, I think he had, was it 10 goals, 20-something points last season in a shortened season. Um, so, you know, if he gets um, plenty of time with the Sharks in that third line, um, I can see him probably being in that range of 10, 15 goals, maybe 30-plus points. Uh, so it's not just a defensive add. I think it's the third-line player that Doug Wilson has been talking about adding, um, and he kind of fits that perfectly. Might have been one of the top two or three who slots into that part of the lineup right. across the market. So definitely Wilson. And not only that, he got his money's worth too. What was it? Only 2.25 million, 2.5, 2.05 million. 2.05. So just a scotch yeah. over 2 million for Benino, which is nice. Uh, yeah. And that's going to be great depth. You know, that's basically your, your third line center. And that's, that's exactly what uh, DW was going, wanted to go after. So uh, the next one that kind of was already pretty much done for, like one, it, it's kind of funny, Mark, how all these deals happen, but there's no window for the for it to negotiate any, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, just like nine oh nine oh one, you know, Benito gets signed nine oh two. It's like all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like the trait, like the TSN sounder would go off like crazy, like yeah, like going I need crazy. To- I need to understand those rules a little bit better. Um, who who can the team talk to? Can they talk to the agent? Can they send maybe an email? Uh, like, what are they doing here? Like How are they message? sending these messages? Exactly. Or, or, um, or, because or, these deals are known ahead of time. Like, it, it doesn't take one minute to negotiate a deal, sign it, and get it ready to go, you know? So there's definitely some discussions, some meetings, maybe some uh, Zoom calls or whatever happening ahead of time. Yeah. I, I, maybe Twitter DMs are are are, are okay, and that's how it's happening. <laughs> it could be <laughs> all, that. all on the GM's burner accounts or something. But the the next one was uh, veteran Andrew Cogliano. Uh, he gets a one year, one million dollar deal. Uh, again, another good depth forward that that uh, you know, ironically enough, was also like Patrick Marlowe and Keith Yandel on the chase to to break the Ironman record, but his got. Uh, ended up via suspension. Um, but uh, another death pickup, um, a little more more on the 30, uh, 30th side. Uh, what do you what do you think of of cogs? I think uh, it kind of follows the same mold as Benino, but less offense, pretty much almost no offense. but he uh, could fit in on the fourth line. I think another guy who can get some penalty killing minutes. And once again, tighten up the Sharks in their own zone. Um, You can see that Wilson not just wanted to shift who his goalies were, but also support the goalies he brought in. And I think both of these moves do that. And not only that, this is a low-risk signing. It's $1 million. It's a one-year deal. So worst-case scenario, he gets beat out by a – well, it could even be best-case scenario, but he gets beat out by a rookie – and then he's just kind of a depth guy, a veteran presence in the locker room. So um, another good signing. I support this addition to the team. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's – I want to say it's a, a logjam, but it, it also helps not pushing the kids to develop too quickly. Um, I mean, we're going through a reset. We're going through a rebuild, whatever you want to call it. 
uh, you, you don't want to rush it like I think they rushed Mirko Mueller a few years ago. And granted, we're talking forwards, not defensemen. But, you know, I, I mean, you, you do need some veteran help, some veteran leadership, per se, uh, to uh, to kind of help things out and, and bridge the gap between, you know, uh, not having a guy like Patrick Marlowe or Joe Thornton coming back. Uh, as much as I think for the, what's the word I'm looking for? The the memory uh, of the two guys and their thing, it, it's, it's time to move on. And uh, I think these signings show that that's where the depth would have been, would be in those two spots. Um, and, and so I think they're, they're a good, they're good signings and they'll help the, the PK, which, you know, took a, took a little step back, you know, from the season before. But uh, overall, I mean, what do you, how do you look at this roster right now? I think, it gives the Sharks a lot of forward depth that might have been lacking last year when they forced some young guys into the lineup. Um, everyone knows I'm a huge fan of John Leonard, um, but he may have actually needed some AHL time, and you could see as the season went on, his game regressed. Um, so he's a guy that I don't think probably will be in the starting lineup come the beginning of the season next year. Um, I think this gives the Sharks four lines with skaters, defensive-minded players, as well as a few guys who can score. Um, the fourth line, I think, Gambrell, Nieto, Pagliano, which is a possible fourth line. Um, it's not bad. I, I really like Nieto and Pagliano defensively there. I still think Gambrell is not a shoe-in for that lineup, though. But as of now, he does look like, I mean, he could be the 4C. Um, so I, it's, it's definitely a lineup that I think can compete for a playoff spot. But I'm still not convinced, really, that it's a playoff team. <laughs> not <laughs> Need yet. some big strides. Yeah, yeah, no, you made some strides to get better, which is something you want to strive for. Uh, and, and I'm kind of with you on Leonard. And, and I have up right now the projected lineup that uh, Hockey Trick uh, put together via Twitter, plus uh, just chatting with him earlier. And he's kind of same with you. Leonard's not on the on the eight, on the NHL squad. He could use some seasoning in the AHL. Can he play center, though? Um, I don't think as an NHL player he'd be a center. Okay. Leonard, I, um, yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. In college, he definitely played center at times, but in the right. NHL, I just don't see him in that role. I, I'm just thinking of the competition. Maybe there is one with Leonard and Gambrell uh, yeah. in there. But but these these forward lines, Kane, Hurdle, Barabanov, uh, Meyer, Couture, Leonard, or, excuse me, Meyer, Couture, LeBanc, uh, Jonathan Dolan getting into the lineup with uh, Nick Benino and Rudolph Spalsers. And then you have Cogliano, Gambrell, Nieto. Uh, I mean, th- those are 12 forwards that aren't that aren't too bad. Although I'm seeing in the chat, you know, Faulty Sin, I'm saying that still a stealth tank team for now. Um, <laughs> you know, but I think I think the X factor with those lines is Barabanov and Dolan. Um, Barabanov, if he can do what he did with his short stint with the Sharks last year, um, that definitely gives the Sharks a huge boost because you have a guy who's definitely top six forward and contributing not maybe point-per-game pace, but just under. And then with Dahlin, you have a guy who is torching the second-tier Swedish league, 
and project as a guy who's probably already an NHL player. It's just to like, what level is he an NHL player? Is he a guy who can score 15 to 20 goals or is he a guy who's going to struggle like some of our other young forwards have? Mm -hmm. And then on the fence, Ferraro Burns, uh, Kinejov, EK65, and then Shimmick and Vlasic to round up your pairings there for your six. And of course, we're kind of getting to... uh, kind of get into a uh, spoiler here as we get to our third free agent signing uh Aiden Hill who still has has yet to be signed by the Sharks just yet uh so hopefully I, I you were you were even mentioning it in our chat like maybe like a three year or or a two year two and a half mil roughly range is what you're thinking yeah based on where the goalies have been going um if you look at the market um I won't spoil the third free agent signing <laughs> yet, but between that guy and um, then Ronta in the market, it's looking like two to three million is kind of the range for a goalie who's got some experience but right. isn't like a proven starter. So I think that's kind of where Hill will fall in that two, two and a half, maybe three million. It really depends on the term. Yeah, it really depends on where, how much he wants to stay, how much he wants, for that matter. Uh, and, and these. Cogliano and Benino deals are nice, nice deals. Not too bad uh, to eat up the cap space. Now you can, now with uh, that, you can go after a veteran goaltender, which is what you know Doug Wilson was saying. And well, by process of elimination and, and good instinct, we will turn to our 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 friend hockey jerk with his uh, predictions after Darren Drager had told us that uh, Julian or not Julian, Brassois, uh goes to Vegas, you know, for two years, 2.325 million per saying, you know, that tells me James Reimer is most likely coming to San Jose. And, uh, you know, of course, then not too long afterwards, jerk banging on the head when Pierre Lebrun confirms that uh, Reimer signs with the Sharks. And of course, he needs to make sure he gets his foreseen points uh, at nine o'clock on the nose. So, uh, so Jerk is right in that sense, you know, Optimus Rhyme, of course, for many Sharks fans, he was the backup uh, goaltender to Martin Jones uh, down the stretch. And then during the 2016 Cup run, uh, he comes back on a uh, two-year, $2.25 million deal. A simple signing, uh, you know, again, another gap stop to see what you have in the minors with, you know, Melnichuk or uh, Benjamin Goudreau in that sense. But uh, Reimer, what do you, what do you think of uh, Optimus Rhyme turning, returning to Teal? I think it's a good signing. Uh, I'm very curious what the split will be between him and Hill um, come next season. But I think he's a guy who gives us a veteran goalie who the franchise is familiar with, and he's been strong. It's He's not what I would consider your classic 1A goalie. Um, I'm not sure if he's the kind of guy who you're going to start for 40 games in a season or 50 games in a season, but I think when I think Hill will ultimately take that starting job, and then Reimer and him will kind of have somewhat of a 1A, 1B split. Um, but yeah, for that money, great signing. Um, little risk, only two years. And if you look at what him and Hill will be making, plus the Jones buyout, it pretty much adds up to what Jones was making. So I think right. Doug Wilson had an efficient use of his cap space there. No, I, I, you use three players and you essentially for this season paying well, 2.25, 2.05, that's 
you know, five million, you still get Aiden Hill signed to like probably two or three million in that range for this season. Uh, so you put that all together, you have about four million left in the cap space. Uh, curious to see what if Doug Wilson does something, and even Shang Pang just now, you know, curiously tweeting out, you know, something tells me we're, the Sharks aren't done just yet. Um, what do you what do you think? Do they go after somebody? See if they, you know, I don't think they're going to get too crazy with that because they don't want to, you know, go all the way to the cap. But you, you know, once Aiden Hill signs at the most, it's a three million dollar deal that gets you about four million left in cap space. Um, what what if you're the GM? Because you have the good hair and everything, like Doug Wilson does. <laughs> Not not as not as salt and pepper as he as he is now. I guess the fountain of youth isn't working for him all of a sudden the last couple of years, but unbelievable. But if you're GM, Mark, uh, is there something out there that's affordable, like in the three four million range? I think he's actually end up doing something that we just don't expect. Um, there have been a lot of rumors for guys like Timo Meyer, Kevin LeBanc, whether it's a trade or some sort of big move. And he has the cap space to do it. Like you mentioned, um, I had put a roster together earlier today on Cap Friendly, just making all the kind of moves. And as they announced, guys, look, adding that that in there, and we're at right around four million for a twenty-man, twenty-one-player roster of free cap space. Now, if you move one or two players, you could be getting a much better piece. It depends on who those players right. are. Um, so I don't know if they're going to really necessarily sign um, another top six player, for example, a top six forward. Um, but I, I can't believe Doug Wilson's done. He's a guy who almost always lives up to what he says he's going to do. And he says the Sharks are going to compete next year. These three moves make us more competitive, but I don't know if it makes us a playoff team. So I still think he may end up making a move. I don't know what that would be, but I have a feeling it'll be more along the lines of a trade maybe than a signing, but they have the cap space for the signing. So we'll see. So basically what you're saying is, is that we're going to trade Timo Meyer in a first round pick <laughs> next year for Jack Eichel. Is that, is that what you're getting at? I am not getting at that. <laughs> <laughs> not with what Buffalo has been asking for Jack. Uh, I don't know yeah. if the Sharks can make that move. Yeah, no, I would. I, to me, it, it just wouldn't surprise me if if Doug does something like that where it's like, no, not too bad. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes, though. But again, uh, this team is a little bit better on paper. Uh, I think Doug looked at that six-week stretch where the where this team played pretty sound uh, play. We had a six-game winning streak in the middle of the season, and you know, up until like a month before the season was over, I, it, it, they looked like they were kind of hanging in there. Yeah, they fell apart through the stretch, and and they kind of let's be honest, they kind of pointed the blame at Martin Jones on it. Uh, and the easiest way to get a move. Uh, but uh, all in all, this isn't a cup. This isn't a cup team. It, it should fight to get into the playoffs. All at the same time, though, <laughs> it could be just disastrous, which, you know, in some cases for a reset, that might not be bad. Yeah. And I think this team competes more for a playoff spot because they're in the Pacific Division. Um, I would not be projecting this lineup for a playoff spot if they were in a division um, like the Metro division, for example, they, where there's a lot more strength um, and depth up top. So, um, 
yeah, I'd say it's a positive day for Sharks fans as a whole. They definitely filled some holes in the lineup, and they can see that Doug Wilson is making moves. He's not just sitting idly by, but um, I think the next move, if there is a next move, could be the the more exciting move. And that's going to be interesting because you always know some Doug's up to something. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll see how it goes. It it should be fun. Uh, to find out what's going on. And uh, if something happens, we'll make sure to bring it to you. So in case you missed anything, or do you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Of course, hit us up on the YouTube, please. We appreciate your subscription button pushing immensely. Also hit that notification bell. Uh, that'll recognize that you know when we do shows like these we are on the air for sure uh bringing you the latest and, and where the sharks stand uh also hit us up audio wise besides our our podcast platforms in on sound soundcloud spotify tune in and iHeartRadio. of course always available at tealtownusa.com so with that you know we'll bring a close to this here you know a lot of people you know saying maybe Vladimir Tarasenko, Anthony Sanchez saying maybe they could still get in for for Patrick Marlowe if if that's the case. But I can't see him make, making the lineup. Um, but uh, we should also mention that uh, that uh, Martin Jones, who was bought out yesterday by the Sharks, has signed a one-year, two million dollar deal with the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, so. Good luck to Joner and Philly. Uh, if you thought if you thought the fans were getting on you in San Jose were bad, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Philadelphia, tough place for a goalie. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Ever since Hextall and Pelly Lindbergh, oh. it's it hasn't been exactly the uh, the best for sure. So, Mark, thank you very much. I know you got to get back to work, and I, I got to get moving here. But uh, your final thoughts and where the people can find you. Uh, final thoughts. It's been a good seven days for Sharks fans. You should be excited. We added Eklund, and now we added three uh, decent players for really good signing um, amounts and terms. So Doug Wilson's doing his job. Let's uh, continue that on and have a <laughs> good summer with some more news. You can yeah. find me, though, at Mark E. Mark SJS on the Twitter machine. Excellent, Mark. Thank you so much. I'm at Puckeye14 on the Twitter and the Instagram uh, we'll be back with you whenever news breaks. Uh, might be AJ getting you know the big deal when when Eichel comes to San Jose. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, until then, thank you so much for watching. Appreciate each and every one of you uh, immensely. And until then, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great day, everyone. We will see you down the road. Go Sharks. <laughs>